Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. David Yaz from the Boston Podcast Network here, but more importantly, once again in the virtual studio, of course, J.P. Plunkett and Josh Cohen. You guys doing well? Yes, thank you, Dave. Doing fantastic, David. Well, one of the issues that you guys wanted to get into right off the bat in today's show is what's going on with Major League Baseball. I've got a clip from, I think it's from ESPN News, or ESPN, you'll hear the voice of Mike Greenberg, and this, this will set us up. We'll listen to this for about 60 seconds in the let you guys get into it. Here it is. Players are disgusted that after Rob Manfred unequivocally told players and fans that there would 100 percent be a 2020 season, he has decided to go back on his word and is now threatening to cancel the entire season. Any implication that the Players Association has somehow delayed progress on health and safety protocols is completely false, as Rob has recently acknowledged the parties are very, very close. This latest threat is just one more indication that Major League Baseball has been negotiating in bad faith since the beginning. This has always been about extracting additional pay cuts from players, and this is just another day and another bad faith tactic in their ongoing campaign. Lots of thoughts, quite frankly. I mean, baseball is has been, as much as I love it, has been a dying sport for several years. And quite frankly, I think the owners are out of touch with the fans. As a Red Sox season ticket holder, Families had tickets since 1968. The lack of communication that we've gotten has been off. It's been terrible. And I think that they're obviously clearly by the communication that's out there trying to screw the players, Um, you know, talking about a 50 game season. And this is like, I mean, my son's Legion ball team has 50 games, I think. (laughs) So it's, it's, they are they think that baseball is they have this perception baseball is the national pastime people will still go back to the parks people will still love it i mean the only reason baseball had a rebirth was post strike was because of the maguire sosa steroid era and people love watching home runs so i think they will need something if they want to make this baseball popular again or even relevant and of course it's cruel irony that that mcguire sosa battle turned out to be a phony one that led to baseball's next big scandal jp how about you so and this is a good thing i totally disagree with josh Mm. um on this totally disagree i I don't view baseball as dying at all attendance is way up um i remember when i was a vendor at fenway park from 1986 through 1994 you could count on one hand how many times a year um, other than playoffs uh, or Saturday afternoon versus the Yankees where they had 35, 6,000 people in the stands. I mean, it was, it was 6,000, 8,000, 18,000. 
And believe me, I was there. Uh, and it was still a blast. Don't get me wrong. But attendance has never been better in Boston and, frankly, absolutely everywhere. In the TV, they just signed, just signed less than a week ago, a billion with a B dollar deal with TBS. So there's no way it's dying. Um, youth baseball, everyone likes to say that lacrosse is going to kill me. And not even close. Well, um, I, JP, I in, agree with you. In the there. town of Milton, we have 900 kids aged 4 through 13 registered to play baseball. 900. So um, it's not JP, even close to dying. It's, it's JP, actually I agree with you about like it never analogy. has. I agree with you about the lacrosse analogy. You know, people, when I was a kid, soccer is going to be the new thing in the U.S. And, you know, it's not. Of course not. But I think that if you look at the ratings for the Red Sox on Nesson and the Yankees on Yes Network the last several years, they clearly have gone down. Well, that 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 could be. But, but you know, c- compared to what? Other than the NFL, and you can't compare anything to the NFL because that they rule the, the world other than maybe – European soccer that none of us know much about, but major league baseball as a television show and as a, an attendance thing live and in person, it destroys any other athletic um, enterprise. So is it down over the past two, three, four years? I guess maybe, but gosh, not by much. And it's still comparatively speaking, a major success. Do you th- what what impact though, JP? Do you think that this is gonna have? I mean, wh- I mean, what are your thoughts about what's going on? You, you said baseball is great, I get that, yeah. but what are your thoughts about what's actually going on? What the the relationship between the uh, you know the union and, and MLB? So I I think that the Major League Baseball owners are quite jealous and have been for quite some time of the NFL owners. The NFL owners absolutely it's almost embarrassing, dominate the Players Association. Contracts in the NFL uh, are barely guaranteed. And Tom Brady makes similar money and has to, like, for example, Dustin Pedroia. Uh, An MLB fifth infielder, fourth outfielder type, makes two, three million dollars a year, guaranteed. The equivalent on an NFL roster makes 500 grand, not guaranteed. So I think that the MLB owners have seen their pals uh, in the NFL. The MLB owners have seen their NFL pals just have a business model that's envious to them. And this might be their way to slowly but surely right the ship towards a future of more reasonable pay structure jp let me jump in it just because they uh kind of rule the roost major league baseball my question would be does that make it right and i don't know if if i'm uh properly and the other just to finish the thought sorry but um you know josh mentioned that it's the popularity is fading and you made some good arguments that it's not but um i i still worry that the kid you know i have a son 17 really has never had an interest in MLB baseball. We'll go to a game, but doesn't follow it. And a, a lot of it, I think, had to do with the, the continued, the games going on long and, and appearing late at night, particularly the playoff games. So 
they're very popular. You've, you've cited chapter and verse, but is it possible they're setting themselves up for a downfall and this could be the trigger? I think, uh, too, I, th- I think too, with this generation, uh, you know, I mean, who watch JP, you're an exception. If you pull, if I pull my friends who like baseball, who follow baseball, I mean, the last time I watched an entire Red Sox game was 2018 playoffs. That's fine. You don't have to. It, it, it's it's a con- it basically um, a, a three and a half hour baseball game. Watch a half hour of it. No one's saying you have to watch the whole thing. If you go to the game, get there in the second inning and leave in the seventh and don't feel guilty about it. Have your beers and hot dogs and go home. It's no one's saying that you have to absorb every single second of the of the program or the live in person situation. Um, sure, it's a bit long. It's, it's, and, and, it's awfully and going long, to games. No Jake. reason you have to. No one's putting a you know what to your head to to be part of it all. Um, so I, I don't buy that either. I really don't. JP, uh, going to I'm games. Sorry, though. actually, I'm not sorry at all. But the owners own the team, and this is the United States of America. Where it's a it's a free enterprise, and if the players who are great at what they do and deserve kudos galore, if they can't be happy with an average salary of three or four million bucks, a minimum salary of six hundred grand and change, and 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 top salaries that hit thirty five forty million, all guaranteed. When the owners are the ones that have all the financial risk, they deserve the extra reward. And, and if, one final thing, and, and you know, I'll pass it back to you guys, but the proofs in the pudding that people aren't interested. Do you think that TBS, Turner Broadcasting, has manure in their brains? No. They're the sharpest people going with board of directors and financial advisors and, and researchers, and they just cut a check for $1 billion one week ago to Major League Baseball to broadcast their postseason. They feel as though they can sell the heck out of ads to make more than a billion so they have some profit. It's no different than anybody's business. Understood, JP. Back to what you right were, there in the pudding. Right. Back to what you were saying, though, is you know the cost of going to a baseball game to an average family is challenging. I mean, I, we, I was somebody uh, – I have a season ticket from when my – grandfather originally bought the tickets it was five dollars for front row seats i know it's different i know we're in a different era jp okay but you go to the game family of four 150 bucks a seat that's 600 dollars. let me finish 600 bucks before you even you know buy a hot dog or a souvenir parking it's a thousand dollar night and yeah sure that you know a lot of the people we associate with do have the ability to to have that experience but a lot don't well Again, this I love this. I love you. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> with that too. Okay, you don't need to go to a Sunday afternoon game versus the Dodgers or the Yankees, or if it's interleague play, the Dodgers or the Yankees. You can go to a Tuesday night in April or May and sit in the grandstands. I'm just telling you a counter to this, and you can get tickets on StubHub day of for. 12, 13 bucks each. Totally can. I've done it. You can take your kids to a beautiful summer day, if that's what you want to do to shake it up, and sit in the bleachers and get tickets 50, 60 bucks each. You don't have to pay 60 bucks for to park. Don't do that. Um, you know, take the train. Don't buy little Billy or Susie an overpriced souvenir at the game. That's your own fault, Mr. and Mrs. Parent, if that's what you're doing. <laughs> 
buy them that at Bob's store some other day for an eighth of the price. So sure, if you're going on a Thursday night with a bunch of clients and you have to sit in the second row and you need to, you know, park there, sure, you can turn it into a thousand dollar night. But there's absolutely cost-effective ways to do it. The ticket market is so transparent and open via StubHub, you can get seats super reasonably priced. Gosh, you go to the movies, it's going to cost you that. I mean, you you go to the theater, it's going to cost you that. You take your kids golfing or 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 boating, everything's expensive. MLB is no more so than I think it's a value proposition. There are ways to do the MLB experience, but. Versus the, and I, I mean, we can talk about this all day, but, you know, versus the NFL experience, first of all, there's only eight NFL games a year at home, oh. 16 total um, versus the MLB where there's 162. Games. I just think in today's environment, it's not as, it's not what it was. And I, well, and I, I'm almost nothing of, in this world is what it I was. Understand. Everything evolves, some for the better, some for the worse, whatever the topic might be. Can I ask you guys about the length of games? I don't know. I don't know if it's a tired subject, but it is one of the things that gets brought up. And I, I just have a couple numbers here. My, I remember my rooting interest as a as a young man started with the nineteen, pretty much started with the nineteen seventy eight Red Sox and that great team with its twenty five ulti- guys, twenty five caps. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Yastrzemski popping up at the end of the playoff one game playoff and breaking my heart. But at any rate, nineteen seventy eight average length of game. Uh, Two, uh, two hours, 30 minutes, 2.30. If you uh, flash forward, and I'll just pick a random date, 1995, two hours, 54 minutes. And 2019, last year, three hours, 10 minutes. So from when we were kids to today, that's a 40-minute difference, right? Um, and I always thought that was the case, so I'm just glad I wasn't imagining it. We all know the reasons, but what do you, what do you think? Is, is, that, is that something they need to address? You're the one who sits there in the stands, Josh, for potentially three hours. I don't, right, exactly. So I don't go to the games anymore because okay. uh, it's too long. No, I think that it is something that needs to be addressed without cheapening the game. You don't need this whole thing with the batters getting out of the batter's box, you know, whatever. But it's more of the, the pitching changes, and you're going to have that. I mean, you have specialists, you have your left-handed specialist, and then you have your – you know, you, your pitching coach walks out, you know, six times a game and the catcher, that's what creates a lot of the length of time. And, you know, obviously commercials. Uh, so there's, there's certainly, you know, I don't know. It's such a tough, I, I, I'm kind of talking out of both sides where I'll go and watch the masters. Certainly last year, watched the entire last round with tiger, but I'll watch the, I'll watch a golf tournament and, and sit there for six hours and watch it. It's just, it's different. Right. But baseball, well, the mundane day-to-day Tuesday night games, JP, that are three hours and 45 minutes, it's boring. Okay. I don't think it's boring, but I agree, except for maybe a playoff game or an, or an opening day or, or a deciding regular season game in late September with playoff implications, I don't sit there and watch 110% of, of a game. No one's telling you you have to do that. Don't watch it for three hours and 45 minutes. Whatever time you have, whatever interest level you have, dive into it then. And you'll, you'll enjoy the bit, the piece, the chunk that you decided on. 
A, that's, that's my first thought on that. No one's making anybody do anything. You pick and choose pieces of the game to watch. That's the beauty of baseball, one of many beauties of baseball. You can ebb and flow with it. It can be in the background as you're doing something else. Enjoy Joe Castiglione's call. It doesn't have to always be on, on Nesson. Um, you know, shake it up. Have fun with it. Don't overthink it. Also, and now I'm a little bit talking outside of both sides of my mouth. I wouldn't be offended one bit if they went down to seven innings. Who cares? But or play nine. But like I can't stand like the sanctum, you know, the 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 records will be none of that means anything. I've always loved the DH when you know um old school people say no D the DH has been around since we were two years old. Right. That's all right. we know. Yeah. My entire well, life. I love the DH. I love the history of baseball. Things change. They're never going to go to seven innings, but if they did, I don't care. That would be fun too, <laughs> yeah. you know, or, or play nine and watch three of them for all anybody cares. It's just a weird thing for anybody to worry about. If, if a TV station is going to give somebody a billion dollars, Oh, there's demand out there. We just might not know exactly where it all comes from, but they're not dummies. They're very bright. And to me, that answers every question. It's, I mean, it's a good point, and I agree with you, but the one thing I miss about it being gone now is just what you said, having it on in the background, like while you're making dinner, you know, while, you know, any weekday, night, it's just nice to have. But can you imagine if that ever happened to the NFL? In other words, um, the, the game's dragged for whatever reason, and the you would say, oh, well, I'll just tune into a little bit of the Pats game. It, we couldn't imagine that, right? Because the best part of a football game is the last two minutes. Does it, does it therefore make, just can they admit that the NFL is a better product? The NFL is a better product. I mean, I think there's, it's, it's completely different. So it it's the amount of games is, is, is a huge factor. So every Sunday at 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, or, you know, 825, I'm tuned into the Patriots game yep. and my family is it's, it's must watch TV. Now, granted the Pats have been good for so many years, but even so, you know, with the red zone now, I mean, the witching hour as, as, um, yeah. as Scott, um, the heck's the guy's last name, the red zone guy. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the witching hour, my, my kids don't miss that. Right. Call me in at three forty, dad, or call me in. At, we sit around as a family and make dinner on Sunday nights, JP and Dave, yeah. so do the Plunkets, That's and we watch that. Do and that we, too, and, and, and don't watch MLB. It's a completely different product. I mean, the NFL Josh doesn't watch MLB. There's plenty of people. They, of course, there is. They I'm know just what they're doing. The product of the There's NFL room for is both. Sure, the NFL is the bigger deal. It's been that way, guys. Since I, I'm a dork about this, you have to understand. I, I've read in the past two months. I've read books about the Oakland A's. And when they started to get really good in the early to mid 70s and how MLB started to suffer TV wise against the NFL going back to um, the late 1960s, the, the, the game of football is a horizontally played game. It's it was gift wrapped flukishly, coincidentally, for a television show. Just think about the TV from left to right. And football got way ahead of things with the colorful uniforms and in the AFL, you really going back to the late 60s, early 70s, uh, another bio I just read, I finished it last week, is by a guy by Mark Armour on Joe Cronin, 
uh, the great Red Sox um, player manager who went on to become the president of the American League in the late 60s, early 70s, at a time when the NFL just started to dominate as a television show. Monday Night Football, Howard Cosell. So this isn't new. Mm. The NFL has been the leader of the pack in TV ratings for our whole life. Baseball is getting the silver medal, and that's fine. I don't think they care. They like to inch their way up, and who knows what can happen. But gosh, I'd say the NBA is third, and the NHL is not even on the radar screen. Mm. Not even on the radar screen. It's not even in the competitive set of this conversation. I, I, I would love s- the NHL. I would say that the- enterprise other than where we live, it's right. not even close, but JP, the NHL, you can't really compare. I know because I agree. You cannot compare. You can't it compare. It. I mean, if you're from Michigan or Minnesota or, you know, new England, look at the college hockey versus the, you know, college basketball. It's, it's a regional sport. It's, it's a Canadian, right. but there are people out there um, that, that, you know, Joe Sixpack, um, sports fan from Greater Boston, bees, bees, bees. Like they, they think that the bees and the NHL is synonymous in terms of a business enterprise with the NFL and MLB and, and NBA, and it's not. You know, well, it's not but, here to pick on the that, NHL. It's, it's, it's regional. It's, it's tremendous. Like- we all love it, but um, it's simply not even in the competitive set of the other three major sports. But you go, but it's right. Exactly. Because it's the same analogy of college football. I mean, you, you walk in, you drive down the streets of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You think, you know, you talk to those people, they don't know anything about hockey. They think college football is more popular than the NFL. Well, we're up against the clock a little bit guys. And I think you might have to, Agree to disagree on this, but we fant- sure do. But fantastic, won't be the first to last. We agree. We agree we, on a lot. We agree of a lot. We agree on <laughs> so much. True. It's, it's no, kind it's, of fun when we don't. It's better this way. As a footnote, I'll I'll answer your question, Josh. The host of the NFL Red Zone is Scott Hansen. Yes. In uh, in 2017, it was reported that he took his first bathroom break in four years. Yeah. So good on you, Scott Hansen. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Fantastic discussion as usual if you like the josh jp philosophy please subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and please share it with a friend or a colleague in your network who would be interested the show is supported by red dome realty and legacy financial group for more information on these organizations and how to get in touch with your host check the show notes of this podcast thanks for listening